What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 193 of the Game Explained Real Talk podcast. As always, I'm your host, Derek Bittner, and this week I'm joined by Andre Seekers, Ash Paulson, and Tom Arnold. How are you guys all doing? Pretty good. Hanging in there. Yeah. 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 That's good. You know, the the world's burning and falling apart around us, but trying to stay positive, right? Stay positive. (laughs) Good luck with that. (laughs) I like how you yeah. introduce this horrible negative. I'm, like, no, I'm trying right. to stay positive. <laughs> no, you know, but but hey, you know, we're we got a lot to be thankful for, and just you know, trying to trying to stay positive. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm you know doing all right, just trying to stay informed of everything going on, and <laughs> trying to not lose my mind at the uh, sheer just head shaking quality of it all. Where you just like, what is wrong with people? Full time job is keeping up with everything. Right <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Yeah, uh, it is ridiculous. But um, otherwise, doing doing good. Uh, still uh, plugging away at all the daily work, which I sometimes lose track of. Is like, what did I do this week? I've, I've kind of lost track. But I think it's also because we got Game Club started, and now it's just like, work, work, work. Oh right, I got to play Paper Mario. Play Paper Mario. Work, work, work. <laughs> that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. So. But at least it is Paper Mario. True game, so <laughs> true. Right. <laughs> How about you, Tom? Yeah, I've just. Oh, good. Oh, me. Well, recently, I guess since the last real talk, I did a virtual marathon, which don't let the name fool you. It's just the same distance of a marathon, but by yourself, so it's harder. Oh, <laughs> although that I did have rough. my parents drop off drinks for me and stuff, so that was nice of them. Oh, uh, that sounded like you were cheating, getting yeah, drunk. That's... <laughs> <laughs> how, da- how dare you stay hydrated during a marathon? So, how do they track? Like, how do they track that you are actually running the distance you claim to? Like, how do they enforce that? Well, it's all they'll just give you the medal and shirt anyway. You don't have to run it. But I love that's that. my kind of marathon. <laughs> but you can uh, track by GPS. So I have my uh, my watch. I guess it's a smart watch and has like a built-in GPS to track it. Admittedly, you could just take off the watch and hand it to someone else, and it doesn't like think you're dead for a few seconds. So uh, you could do that if you really wanted to uh, cheat the system. But I did not. <laughs> I wouldn't expect you to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, you're too hardcore a runner for that. At Universal Studios. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. That, that's the best ride. I don't know why there's no fast pass for it. <laughs> fast pass for the stairs. I, I think that's called the elevator. Or the escalator. <laughs> exactly. One of those two. The park's open again, Tom. You can finally go and <laughs> live your favorite Relive your favorite ride. As long as it's for business. As long as you can make it a video about Universal opening again. Uh, I guess I could put that down and get across the border. <laughs> yeah, go for it, Andre. Risk COVID. That's worth it, go. right? <laughs> but uh, after that, I had a nice, super relaxing, not doing anything weekend, and I caught up on... Uh, I finished the Michael Jordan documentary. I watched, uh, was it Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? And I finally saw the Sonic movie. So Oh, there you go. That's pretty nice. Oh, good. That. What'd you think? Uh, Sonic movie... I think it was pretty good. I was kind of surprised, I guess, at the bar scene, how kind of campy it was. Like, Sonic Uh living his life. (laughs) First of all, underage, but in a bar. (laughs) Um, But, you know, overall, I think they did a really good job. So I was impressed. I was so confused real quick. I thought we went from Michael Jordan to Sonic. Yeah, I think it's yeah. Sonic. So like, there was a basketball movie you saw. <laughs> what? Another basketball. Anyways. Yeah, with the Seattle Supersonics and how they yeah. left. <laughs> mm. 
I still, like, every time I think about that movie, first, I'm like, man, I still am surprised by how good it was. And two, I just think of the best line, or at least my favorite Jim Carrey line in that movie. So good. Now I get to show you what's in my egg sack or was, something like that. And I still that, can't believe they got away with that. I don't yeah. know how they pulled that oh, off. God. That <laughs> and my so other good. my other favorite line is when uh, when the main character, um, I, forget his name, I forget what he says something about his mom or something and then Jim Carrey is like oh throw that in my orphan face or yeah, something that was, <laughs> oh yeah when they met yeah. in the house yeah, yeah. so great yeah. yeah I don't know I'm thinking of other famous lines when uh, like thinking of lines that cartoons have gotten away of and I'm thinking of back to the tick the original one oh I think yeah they had yank the monkey in one from and he's coming back down from space <laughs> and on nice. the camera he's like eating a banana and starts coughing it up and I think it, it goes into even worse things. That you're like, how did you get this on air? Some mm-hmm. of those kids you could, shows, you go back and look at them, and it's, they're shockingly mature at points, like with yeah. jokes that go over their head. Oh, yeah. Time. Oh, yeah. Like Rocco's Modern no, you, Life was Rocco, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you could throw a dart and, and hit any episode of like Rocco or Animaniacs or Freakazoid. And just find lines that are so inappropriate for kids, but they got away with it. And I just, I, I love those shows for that. For Animaniacs, people bring up the fingerprints line, but the one that gets me every time is when a teacher pulls out a, a pencil from her uh, blouse, and Yako just looks at her and goes, Ooh, what else you got in there? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yep. Classic Yako line. Mm. I heard the guy who does his voice is a total jerk, though. I don't know about yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure his son is just yeah. lame. Yeah, probably. Jeez. Um, so so lame that he's been uh, between working and and uh, keeping up with Game Club. Uh, he's been uh, chipping away at Shantae and the Seven Sirens and Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition, nice. and uh, really just yeah, just been trying to you know see my way through this all the, the events going on around the world. Uh, you know, with Basola, and we've been attending Black Lives Matter protests and. Uh, you know, we're trying to watch a lot more documentaries about the you know the history of institutionalized racism in the U.S. and just really trying to immerse ourselves as much as we can without going crazy. Because if you go too far, too much, and like at once, it just gets so sad, right? It just gets mm. you get too covered up with it. So we're trying to strike a nice balance between being active and and going out to protests and stuff, but also not getting so covered up with it that we just are sad all the time. Yeah. So, uh, so Shantae and Xenoblade both have been a nice reprieve from that, as well as replaying Paper Mario Thousand Year Door. I am having a great time revisiting that. Of course, can't talk about it here because that's for Game Club, but mm-hmm. it's been really cool. Um, you know, it's been tough to keep up with the schedule so far, not going to lie, but it's been rewarding because it's been a lot of fun to revisit and kind of see how my memories of the game match up with the reality of kind of the little things I didn't remember. Like I like you, Andre, I remember the broad strokes, but the individual little things, I have forgotten a lot of it. So it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. I was thinking right before we started recording, there's one thing that tripped me up specifically. Um, uh, it'll be fun to discuss when we actually get around to discussing that episode tomorrow. Um, right. Which if you're a game club backer, you can see that pretty soon. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's kind of the same, Ash, where it's been Game Club and just trying to keep up with things. I, I, I did hear that Criterion uh, released a bunch of black films for free on their uh, whole streaming oh, cool. service. So you can catch up on a lot of that. And there's been a lot of nice push to get those black artists and uh, businesses. Like I, I've heard that there's been a uptick in business with black businesses. Uh, so they're doing nice. well around this time. So there's small stories in there to make you feel a little better. And I, I don't think any company has... Uh, 
had a as good of a response to this whole thing as Ben and Jerry's, where they just went off. Ben and Jerry's <laughs> nailed it. Like, yeah, they, they I, I, we eventually read their entire statement, and they're, they really killed it. And, you know, and just the, the fact that this has not been the usual, you know, tensions flare and protests erupt, and then a few days later it's all forgotten and we moved on to the next thing. Like, this is still happening. People are still protesting. This is like... This is catching on in a way and catching fire in a way that it never has before. And things do feel different this time. So that is mm. giving me hope that we really are on the cusp of a major change. And we yeah. sure do need one, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. It, it At first, it was a, it felt like a shock that was happening at the same time. That this was going down at the same time as COVID, you know, during this major <laughs> pandemic. But mm. thinking about it more, I think it's only because of COVID that we've been able to have these this reaction. Um, that people weren't yeah. able to make the time to to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. it, it's weird. It's uh, I don't know what the best word for this is. Like, uh, but it's fortunate and also <laughs> unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. <same> weirdly, <laughs> like weirdly well, serendipitous, but like yeah, also exactly. yeah. yeah. No, it's I know like what you mean. Perfect powder keg of yeah bad yeah. things, I guess. But yeah, I, I did see a statement for somebody that, that was like, yeah, this is my full time job now. Like, I don't have work, so this is what I'm doing. And the thing is, is like. We have all this energy. We can like take a break and have other people fill in for us. Cops don't have that, <laughs> so it wears them down right. and might push that change even more. So who yeah, knows? They, now let's uh, just find a let's just find a way to wear J.K. Rowling down. Then we'll all be better off. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Oh yeah. God. Just right. what a weird state of the world. It's, I mean, it's been yeah. weird since 2016. 2020 so. just gets just crazier and crazier, and it, I don't even... Yeah. It like really does feel like the tipping point of just all the crap that was built up from 2016 onward, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I bet by, by year's end we're going to have Shrek and Smash. I mean, it's 2020. The, <laughs> the rails oh, have come off. Oh the God. rails have come off. Anything can happen. Shrek's going to be in <laughs> Smash by year's Shrek. end. Mm-hmm. We're Shrek yeah. and Goku all at once yeah. on a DLC pack. Sakurai's just like, right. screw it. I don't care. Just here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that yeah. Might be, oh, boy, Tom. I was going to say a quick tidbit for a little bit of kind of good news is that itch.io or itch.io, however you oh, want to yeah. say it, had a bundle oh, yeah. for this. And they had over, I think, over 1,300 games kind of donated to it now. And you can buy it for like $5 and up as a donation. And it, they they have hit over $5 million now. Wow. So, That's awesome. Yeah. How are you going to play all those games, Tom? Um, I'm just planning on a select few. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of thing where it's like, I, I, I appreciate getting all those games. I will. My backlog's bad enough as it is. I'll just donate otherwise. <laughs> Like, yeah. here, just take the money. Sure. I don't need the games. Yeah. Just exactly. I just, it's daunting to have that many in my backlog. And I'm like, no, I, I, can't, I can't do it. I can't. Um, I mean, in some of those games, like, you know, one of the games in my backlog is Zenobly Chronicles Definitive Edition, which I'm working on. But even just if that was the only game in my backlog, that's a huge backlog. So because mm-hmm. that game by itself is like 90 hours or something mm-hmm. if you're doing everything. So, yeah, I mean, it's you know, how could you possibly have time to play all those games? Mm-hmm. Uh, how are you? Are are you enjoying uh, Shantae, Ash? I'm liking it. It's I I think if I would have reviewed it, at least so far, I'm I'm getting into maybe the last quarter of the game. And if I were to review it, I think I would have agreed with Kaylin's review, which was that she liked it. Hmm. Um, it's not as good as Pirates Curse, straight up. I don't think so. Uh, Pirates Curse is still the best. But yeah, Seven Sirens is good and it's it's fun. Uh, the humor's still there. The writing is really sharp. The gameplay is is 
you know, is as responsive and you know, the controls are perfect. Like, it's a lot of fun, but I just think the the world design and the game structure isn't quite as, uh, it doesn't pull you forward and tug you forward quite as much as Pirate's Curse did. So there's no uh, way it's forward? A, it's a bit less linear. It's Oh, <laughs> nice. I see what you did there. Um, but I think you'll like it, Derek, when you get around to it as another Shantae fan. I think when you do get around to it, you'll enjoy it. But I, I think you'll agree with me that it's not as good as Pirate's Curse. I, I've heard some people say it's better than Pirate's Curse, but then I watched some other reviews and, you know, along with Kalen's where, uh, yeah, it's a little bit of a step down where they like what they're what they did, but just weird things here and there. And the difficulty yeah. is a big sticking point where it's just far too easy. It's so easy. I mean, it's like brain dead easy. You mm-hmm. every it's it's like every other enemy is dropping a food item to restore health, and that's the Apple Arcade issue. Yeah, good point. And which I wish they would have rebalanced it a bit for Switch, and it's a, or for consoles, I should say. And it's a shame they didn't, but you know that core Shantae appeal is still there, so mm-hmm. it's still very much worth playing through. Um, but I just there are certain little things here and there, like it just feels like there should have been a way to like leave checkpoints on the map like to come back to to, to like to remind yourself where things are that you can't get yet mm-hmm. and the map is large enough that it's like there's so many things being a metroidvania that you can't get the first time you pass them you kind of have to make a mental note of where they are but when you're playing like a bunch of other games and just have a life besides <laughs> it's really hard to remember all that stuff so you end up just covering the world map over and over again to find things you couldn't get the first time but it's just little things like that. Like, if you could just leave little markers in the map and things, I think it would be go a long way toward making it a better overall package. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does uh, Shantae on the DS let you draw on the map and mark where... I don't think it so. It does not. No, it does not. That was a DSi game, I think, and yeah, they never think, really took advantage of that. Didn't really but didn't need Pirates it, Pirates Curse have, like... They had, like, little dots on the map that denoted where things were, right? Like, you'd know where Maybe to go back it's to. it's been a while since I played I think Pirates it did. Curse. It's been a while, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. What about you, Andre? What have you been playing beyond Paper Mario? Uh, I've been, I've been, uh, yeah, I've been attempting to play um, Last of Us Two, so I could discuss it on our channel. But I have not made much inroads in that, <laughs> given how busy I've been with everything. Um, so I, I'm trying to remember what I've been playing besides Paper Mario and before I started playing Last of Us, and I don't even remember. <laughs> it feels like it's been so long now. Uh-huh. So yeah, that's it. <laughs> nice. I, I well, I guess yeah. I, I'm not gonna ask you how you're enjoying it, Last of Us, because the I mean I don't fully know what I can talk about. Yeah, <laughs> I'd have to look at yeah. the embargo. Mm-hmm. So. I feel like I might have to wait on that one. Like I just as much as I want to play it, and I'm I'm gonna play it soonish. I just don't know if I'm quite ready for a game that's so steeped in anger right now mm-hmm. and hate. And even even though it's in service of the story and in service of Ellie, I get that. But I just don't know if I want that on top of real life right now you know might just need to wait for the right time yeah 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 it's like if mario had to question every time he was about to stomp on a goomba like i don't know if i could play that mario <laughs> yeah <laughs> right well did it was it was it kojima no it wasn't it was someone some developer maybe it was kojima who wanted to make a game where god it was something like every time you shot someone you saw their life like let's it, let's pretend it was peter molyneux <laughs> yeah it might have been yeah <laughs> Maybe. Is that another sense. stranding type game? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. I am kinda of with Ashwa. I'm I kinda of wanna give it a bit, but I also kinda of wanna play it because this feels like a game where spoilers are gonna fly loose and fast. That's all that's yeah, the other part of out. it. Yeah. I mean, they already have. <laughs> I've avoided yeah. those, thankfully, but when the general audience like I know there's gonna be some people that are like, I gotta talk about this and here it is, so mm-hmm. 
yeah. So we'll we'll see how that all comes across, but mm, we'll see. Um, but yeah. Uh, oh, actually, real quick. So uh, in order to play that game, I borrowed a PS4 from one of my friends. That thing is ridiculously loud. Like I've heard jokes about it. Oh, that thing yeah. is insane. Mm-hmm. It is yeah. like it is. It's almost like unbearable. I had to literally move it into the adjacent room and shut the door so that sound of the fan didn't annoy the crap out of me the entire time. It is insane. I don't know how that passed certification because it is ridiculous. Hmm. Is it a yeah, regular no, PS4 every time... or Pro? It's a, a standard PS4. Okay. Okay, well, I can tell you it's the same problem with a Pro. Every time I would play Final Fantasy VII Remake or other various games before that... It sounds like a jet that's getting ready yeah. to take off. It's, it's like just absolutely, yeah. And like, I, I'm not entirely certain that it isn't just going to explode one day. It kind of scares me a little bit. I'm not. <laughs> I almost hope not that even it does. Lie. It's not. Granted, it's not my system, but still, yeah. I almost hope that just gets yeah. it over with. It, it, it just really... gets, gets so yeah. It gets so hot, and even though I have it in a yeah. place where it's well ventilated, it just it oh. gets so hot and it's vibrating. I'm like, please don't explode. Yeah, when I opened my office door, which is where I locked it in to play in the living room, like, the office is, like, 10 degrees warmer than it was before. Right. <laughs> like, how is this, like, this is insane. This, how, did, yeah. how did they make it this way? See, people criticize the new Xbox Series X design, but maybe it's actually got, like, a fan on the top and the bottom, so it's quieter. You know, so we'll I mean, see. that actually is a valid point. Like, as much as I like the uh, PS4 design, if it's, sa- or, sorry, PS5 design, if it sounds anything like the PS4 and the X- Xbox Series X doesn't, yeah. That might be a design factor for me. I, this thing, I cannot deal with this. It's insane. Really, yeah, it's How did you bad. not notice this it's when really... you had, your roommates had one? His wasn't as, I don't know, His maybe his was newer, or maybe I was playing different games on it. His wasn't as loud as this one, so I don't know. I mean, his was a pro, so I, I think it might be a combination of it being a pro and being newer. Um, so, like, I think less dust might, I think, I know when dust gets inside, that's when the fan really starts kicking in high gear. And also, just the game selection I was playing might have all been a variety of factors. But yeah, I didn't right. notice as much when uh, at my old place as I do with this PS4. So mm-hmm. yeah. By the way, if the, you guys are hitting, other... hearing beats and bangs, I'm sorry about that. Uh, the kittens, Amy's kittens, are hanging around and chewing wires. You little son of a gun! <laughs> nice. Uh, this is why it's real talk. Yeah, this is this, this is real talk. But they they're adorable. They like to play together. Unfortunately, they also like to play together on my tower. And uh, I Oof, knock yeah. them, I knock them off, and they immediately come back. So, <laughs> kittens. Well, if you suddenly go dark, we'll know why they they shoot through your the power cable or something. <laughs> yeah, I hope not. That's expensive. Anyway, I think I got, yeah, got rid of them for now. But <laughs> expensive and dangerous. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> The only other issue I've ever had with a console being loud was that for a while my Wii would like buzz whenever I would put a disc in and I was yeah, playing like, it a has disc-based a, like, game. It almost sounds like a vibration. Or I think it might yeah. be like a vibration thing. But then like, it yeah. read it itself. Like it doesn't do that anymore. So yeah, I've, I had know a, what I've had that issue before too. It was kinda like self correcting. But even mm. that, even that for as annoying as that was, it wasn't mm. this. <laughs> this no. is so much worse. It's it's deafening. It like drowned. I had to. I had my window open. I live on a pretty busy street, and even that can cover up the noise of the PS4. Yeah, yeah. No, so it's pretty I'll, crazy. I just kept I was like, please, just if you're gonna explode, explode after I finish <laughs> FF7 remake. Exactly. And thankfully, <laughs> it, it stayed together. So yeah. it's all good. Now you gotta have it hold on until Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, that's true. Yep. 
Mm-hmm. And Last of Us it, Part Two. I got to say, hopefully it did, lives through that too. I need, yeah, no need to yeah. survive that. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Well, your your Xbox One isn't that loud, right? No, not at all. Yeah. Not that I use it that often, but when I do use it, it's quite quiet and elegant. Yeah. Yeah. You just put the using fear it in isn't me, elegant. Uh, I hate that interface. You just put the fear in me, Ash, because you. I just remembered that it was the original Last of Us that my my PlayStation Three died. It. Oh, I no. was halfway oh, really? through oh, and it died. Like I lost. All my save files, everything, just oh. all years of data gone and no way to recover it. And then I didn't replay Last of Us until the remastered version came out on PS4. I got a new PS3, mm-hmm. of course, but I just all those save files are gone. I'm just like, oh, no, please don't repeat this. <laughs> I can't do deal with that again. Yeah. I mean, that it's is thematically appropriate. The Last of Us, like, yeah. your PS3 just takes itself out. Naughty Dog just wants to kill my, <laughs> yeah. like, my consoles. I guess so. Right. Mm. Well, they are naughty. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> nice uh, and done. <laughs> Dog. But, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and move on to our news topics for the week. And uh, despite not doing a podcast last week, there really wasn't a whole lot going on because the big stuff we've already kind of talked about. We talked about the PS5 event. We reacted to it live. We've talked uh, today about the whole news trailer for Paper Mario uh, origami King. So I guess if you guys have anything else you want to say about those, we can do, pop those in right now before we get into the other news. I'll just say the PlayStation 5 event, I think, was kind of needed. Like, the timing was good, I think. It was a nice distraction. Yeah. And they killed it. Like, that was a really good reveal. So it, everything kind of came together. That was a good distraction at a time, and we kind of needed it, and they killed the message. Um, they really did just yeah. nail it. I, I have watched the Horizon 2 trailer probably like six times since that event. I just can't get enough of it. I'm, it's it's one of my instantly one of my most hyped games for whatever year it comes out. Hopefully next year, but maybe 2021 or 22. Um, yeah. But I'm hoping like holiday next year maybe. Well, to that point too, something I wanted to I think maybe just reemphasize. But I mentioned it during the discussion, but um, or the live stream rather. But what really excites me about that game is the fact that it's the first. Well, it may not be the first, but it it's it might be actually. But basically, it. It was developed entirely within a post-Breath of the Wild world. It's like one of the right. first open-world games. The first one came out the week before Breath of the Wild. So we're getting a sequel made in a post-world, in a world posted, in which that changed the, the world, basically. And I'm right. so curious to see what lessons they're taking from it. Because we've already seen some, hint, some hints of that, I think, in the trailer. Um, both like some kind of explicit like camera angles that evoke Breath of the Wild. But more in like some of the gameplay, like the climbing, for instance. Which right. Going back to Horizon after Breath of the Wild is a little bit tough because it, it, it the, the in that game the mountains are mountains you can't climb over you them can't, like you yeah. can't yeah <laughs> they're very rigid barriers and it looks like they might be changing that for this one um, so I'm really excited about what that could mean for Horizon gameplay but if you take some of what Breath of the Wild did combine it with like the narrative focus of Horizon that's a really potent combo and the yeah. end of trailer two on a really tantalizing image of the uh, Golden Gate Bridge like you know totally yeah. covered in you know, totally overgrown. But also you see these, uh, what are they, like pterodactyls or whatever, some flying creature. And I'm like, you know, I'll bet you can fly those at some point, and that will be amazing. <laughs> yeah, and it's just, and, and it, it's, they do such a great job of teasing where the story is going without revealing too much. It really, like, stokes your imagination and it makes you wonder, man, what is going to happen? 
clearly they're they're you know going on straight from the cliffhanger at the end of the first game. Well, which I haven't is awesome. finished the first one, so I don't even know. What okay, well I won't yeah. say anything then. But uh, but it, it's going in, in directions I'm very excited about. But they're leaving just enough questions where it's like, okay, I I have to know where this is going. Right. And um, and the and it's just they they nailed the vibe of. It. Of course, the visuals are beautiful. The music yeah, was great good. in that trailer. I am so excited, and I'll probably have a PS5 before that for probably Ratchet and Clank or whatever comes out first, Spider-Man. But I, if I don't somehow have a PS5 by then, I'm getting it on Horizon Two Day. <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Ratchet and Clank kind of sealed the deal for me. That just looks so good. Yeah. And I'm actually, I, I mentioned on my Twitter about being interested in maybe streaming all the games, kind of like I did for Castlevania, and that got a lot more. Uh, positivity than I expected because not a lot of people talk about Ratchet and Clank but I think this game was kind of a selling point for a lot of Nintendo fans like I, I, I've seen a few comments from Nintendo fans like that looks really cool I'm I've never played any of the Ratchet and Clank games so it'd be cool to experience what came before through you to prepare for Rift Apart which is like Sony did something very right with the the Ratchet and Clank uh, trailer yeah. yeah yeah I mean I, I think with that trailer, yeah, and even in general too, they had like a really good spectrum of games, and several. I mean, they focused on the gameplay, and several of them looked appealing to I think a, even the Nintendo crowd. Uh, as you said, Ratchet and Clank, uh, I would say Little Big Planet, definitely evocative of 3D World, I would say, mm-hmm. and uh, that would also apply to some extent with, um, to a lesser degree, with Astrobot Playroom as well, or whatever yeah. play, play right thing. Playroom, I think. I, yeah. I've seen a lot of people talk about Kina as well. Kina, I'm glad that's catching on more than I thought it would. Sorry, which one? The Pixar one, the one that looks like a Pixar animated film. With the staff. It's like a girl who has the staff. Yeah, by the Majora's Mask guys. Exactly. That's right. Right. I'm glad that's catching on. I'm glad it didn't just kind of get lost in the mix of all the bigger games. Because that was, of the indie titles, that was the one I think that that looked the most interesting to me other than Solar Ash. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would say, I would say Ratchet and Clank did the best job of selling, like, this is what a next-generation system can do with all the different teleporting through it. Right. And uh, really, it's looking back, it's funny not to have a showcase where it's like 90% shooters. Yeah. yeah. Wow, how refreshing. Yeah, well, I'll be, I'm sure there'll be Xbox conference probably. So. Yeah, because it's going to have right. Halo, right? And then it's going to have probably yeah. other shooters. Gears of War. Uh, <laughs> Gears of War, either remaster or a new one. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's funny, Derek. You say that you uh, you uh, tweeted about Ratchet and Clank and got uh, you know surprisingly positive reception from Nintendo fans. I made the mistake of watching oh. the new Origami King trailer and and tweeting very innocently, "Man, you know, I'm I'm looking feeling pretty good about this. You know, not quite 100 percent there yet, but I'm this is looking pretty good." The the not backlash. I'm not going to say backlash, but the tempers that flared <laughs> among Nintendo fans of all stripes that immediately occurred was. Oh, man crazy and it, it goes everything from like thousand year door bust crowd all the way to the other one other end which is like you know oh people are over eight thousand year door it's all about color splash and sticker star both of which i think are pretty too extreme <laughs> opinions <laughs> but man i had no i mean i had some idea but paper mario really divides people now like people get pissed about paper paper mario and i'm just mm-hmm. like guys i hear you i'm i'm in agreement I Thousand Year Door is my favorite. I want you know the battle system to be a lot better, and I want there to be a point to battles. But everything else is looking really exciting to me. Sorry, not sorry. And but man, <laughs> like 
so I, many people were just like, you know, well, we don't know yet if, if the battles are going to have any point to them yet or there's going to be an experience system. And I'm like, I get it. I get it. I didn't say it's going to be a slam dunk. It's not a 10 out of 10 yet. Nobody knows. Let's just no, wait. You, you don't know how it works, no, Ash. You either love it or you hate it. There is I know. no in between. I'm just like, I'm willing to at least hope that it's looking pretty good because the battles, the battle mechanics themselves look like they're significantly different and more exciting than yeah. Sticker Star and Color Splash. There's depth the only to thing, it, yeah. There's depth to it, and there are permanent attacks, seemingly, like the hammer and the boots. So right. it's not just expendable attacks. The only thing that we're still really waiting to find out, and I agree, is, is there a point to battles? Is there some sort of experience or power-up system? And that is what it all rides on for me, but everything else is looking really good to yeah. me. The humor, I, the, the visuals, the music... The partners, yeah. partners, man, partners. Yeah, par- yeah, yeah, partners are there. Um, they even yeah. have the little uh, dialogue boxes that we're seeing in Thousand Year Door, where conversations right. can happen at the same time as others. I don't remember that being a color splash. Maybe it was. I don't remember. But yeah, like I, I feel like as I kind of said in, I mean, this is this is kind of the game I wanted after Color Splash. Not that I wouldn't want you know a return to the Thousand Year Door style, right. but they're kind of continuing along the trajectory of Color Splash while also still veering toward what the series used to be. And it does, I don't know, it, 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 while doing interesting new things at the same time. Um, so yeah, I'm totally on board with this. Like, I'm loving what I'm seeing. And yeah. The, the, your, it's so interesting, though, hearing about your experience on Twitter, because I've just been tweeting mostly positivity about, uh, about um, Origami King today, including going to the extent of taking a picture of Origami King of when they're on the stage, even audience watching, and it looks like it's almost like a battle from Thousand Year Door. I'm like, here's your Thousand Year Door babies. <laughs> and yeah. On Twitter, yeah. And on Twitter. And I got almost no blowback based on that. I mean, I think because people knew, I think I was joking, but even then, I still, yeah. I still expected more. Whereas I think, had you posted that, you probably would have had a very different reaction. So I wonder why our, Maybe. Why our audiences are different. <laughs> I'm not sure. Because like standards for Ash. I'm sorry. <laughs> right? I mean, we expect I've made it very Andre. clear. Like, hey, Thousand Year Door is my favorite too. I would love another game exactly in that style but it's also okay if origami king hits a nice middle ground and is its own thing it doesn't have to be only one or the other or it's a write-off like i think everything about color splash except everything to do with battles was really good Mm -hmm. Uh, except the music for battles is amazing yeah the music for battles was awesome and the music in general was great but yeah, yeah like but yeah i mean even as someone whose favorite paper mario game is thousand year door i feel like these thousand year door I guess I'll call them truthers. Make it seem like no other. That's a nice word for Oscar the Grouch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go. I just think about it. they make it sound like there's nothing of value in any True other Paper is. Mario game. And I'm like, hey, I like Super Paper Mario. I liked Color Splash to a point. So yeah. we'll see. But from what I've seen in this trailer, I am I am pretty excited about how this is coming together. I just need there to be a point to battles, and then I'm. Either sold or I'm like, oh man, okay, they didn't quite nail it, but we'll the see. The best part is, it's a it's a month away. It's next yeah. month. Yeah, it's we don't so have long to find get out. This whole thing determined, get it out of the way. There you go. That's what it's all about, and move right. on from there. Yeah, we're pretty much at the point from when it was announced to now. It's pretty much the same amount of time as from now to the game's release, and it feels like it was just yeah. announced. I know so. it went by so quick. Yeah, yeah. and it, it's even less time for us because whatever you know, whatever review codes True. start going out. So we have even less time to wait. So we won't have Let's to go. wait long to find out. Yeah, yeah. we get the day before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. I'm not Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Get into my review schedule. <laughs> right. Uh, well, let's get into our other to- news topics from the pa- past two weeks. And first up, uh, we got a surprise announcement of Alex Kidd in Miracle World DX. Sega going back to their 
pre-Sonic uh, mascot with Alex Kidd and getting a, a, a full-on remake of his game and kind of giving it to the uh, Wonder Boy treatment where you can switch back and forth in any time and new bosses, new stuff like that. Here's the question. Has any of us actually played Alex Kidd? Nope. No. I have. I've played okay. a couple of different Alex Kidd games, not necessarily to completion, but I have played them just to kind of get a sense for what Sega's mascot you know how what what it was like and and why it was so beloved before Sonic and I don't think they've necessarily aged well which is why it's nice that maybe Alice Kid is coming back in a more modern context but I mean it's just random like it's cool mm-hmm. to see because you know I, I did the uh, Sonic art book for Udon so I I know a lot of the history of Alex Kid because that was kind of part of setting up the history of Sonic in the art book. And he definitely got sidelined very quickly once Sonic became a thing, and it was a little sad the way it happened. So I'm glad that he gets to kind of be in the spotlight again, uh, you know, a little bit. And hopefully this new game is is cool. I'm definitely interested in checking it out. It just seems like such an out-of-left-field announcement. It is, but it, like, it sort of gives that hope because Sega has slowly been expanding upon their units, uh, their like other IPs, because, you know, we have True. Streets of Rage, we have Wonder Boy, we have uh, Alex Kidd now, like... Are we going to see a surprise yeah. like Rystar revival or something like that? Because that'd be oh, awesome. Oh, man. Enough. Yeah. Dynamite Heady? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Well, it's not Sega. Was that, was that Sega in-house? I don't think so. I mean, it was part of the Sega so not. collection. So but maybe. as far as Sega's, yeah, exactly. That's true. Yeah. So maybe is, new is Golden Axe 4. Hey, there you go. Mm-hmm. Where's my Sonic Spinball 2? Oh, <laughs> yeah. God. As so long as it's both- actually a good game this time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I actually only like one level of that game, man. Yeah, same. <laughs> Even that's not great. Yeah. Um, where, uh, so was this announcement made as part of the whole, like, 60th anniversary along with the Game Gear? No, it was world? actually made as part of uh, IGN's Summer of Gaming event. Okay. Which I didn't hear any other, like, nobody really talked about any other game announced during that. Except for, I guess, there were some new Yakuza 7 details, uh, like, uh, like a Dragon Details. Tom might know more about that. Oh, I missed that. I'll have to look it up. Probably from all the PlayStation 5 stuff overshadowing it. But, yeah, uh, it came out the day before. And I think sometime this weekend, don't we have like the PC show going on? Like there's a, all kinds of announcements happening all around us. So who knows what's going to come up yeah. when. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think there's still another show tomorrow. It's like just 24-7 of these slow trickle feed announcements. It's hard <laughs> to keep up. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Lots to keep up. I'm still up. waiting for my Sonic Adventure remaster. Still waiting for that. Yeah. Well, remake, uh, remaster, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> At least there's one game we don't have to worry about playing anytime soon, as Konami has canceled Hypersports R, which does anybody actually remember this game? Because it was I announced. Don't even know what it is. Yeah, it was first revealed two years ago. I played it at E3. Uh, Did you? So, That's funny. Yeah, I played it at E3. It wasn't great. <laughs> was it like track and yeah. field on the original NES? Yeah, it was basically a. a track and field type game and it was fine but it, it's more exciting for because the, they were using the r at the end so it was like oh are we getting all kinds of other revivals like bomberman r hypersports r what's going to else what kind of other r's are we going to get nope <laughs> it's yeah. dead we got contra rogue core we got that r contra rogue core and then we're that's all we get and yeah we get I, that that's you know L. this is just should it have yeah. been contra r contra oh, god Control. I mean, that probably would have been ended up being a better game than Rogue Chord because that probably would have at least been like in the classic 2D style. Oh, that's true. Like mm-hmm. Rogue Chord. I, mean, I played Rogue Chord E3, and it was like not the worst thing ever, but it wasn't at all what I would imagine any Contra fan living and breathing right now would want. 
So I don't know. But, you know, Konami, right? They're so far off the rails at this point that I don't (laughs) even... Where do you even go? I guess there are those rumors. There are those rumors that they might be rebooting Silent Hill with Akira Yamaoka and the other Japanese staff who originally did the games. And if they actually pull that off, that would be hype. But as it stands, I have zero faith in Konami to pull that off. But somehow the Castlevania anime is amazing, so who knows, right? Who knows? Wasn't Konami pretty hands-off with that? That might be why. (laughs) That's probably why, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. If you want to experience Konami these days, just go to a health club in Japan. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I will say there, you know, I I used to play a lot of DDR, and I do play a lot of music games, and that aspect of their business is still great. They're still making great DDR games, Bimani games. That's cool. But man, I want their other stuff, man. Castlevania, Silent Hill, I miss Metal Gear. I miss it. Mm, but yeah. be nice. Be Such nice. There's a lot of great things there, but it's just just give me my Castlevania collection too with all the GBA and DS games. Then I'll be happy. <laughs> you know, that's the bare minimum they could do, and I'll be you know, all good. <laughs> yeah. But uh, oh well. Well, moving on with our news, we had uh, a new Sakurai uh, article in Famitsu where he talked about. The fact that he stopped talking about the games that he's playing on Twitter because every time he does, it just leads to speculation about, are they the next Smash character? Is that future DLC? Is that why he's playing it? No, Sakurai just plays a lot of games, so it kind of sucks he has to limit himself like that. Like, I don't know how he finds the time, but Sakurai plays so many games. Right? I I don't know how he does it either. It's amazing. Like, I think Kojima at one point was watching a movie a day, so some of these guys somehow find the time for what they love but uh, I was just laughing because I was thinking of John's thumbnail for this one he did a really good job with that guy he's like it's like Sakurai is playing Mario Party so Boo is in or something like that <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. that has to maybe, be so obnoxious let, let's read into this maybe Sakurai just isn't making games anymore guys this is why <laughs> yeah yeah hey I wouldn't mind I wouldn't even blame him if he was like you know what I screw you guys I'm done yeah. DLC's off. I'm done with done with Smash. I'm retiring. I wouldn't. I'd be sad, but I wouldn't even blame him His at this point for all the crap he goes now, through. Whenever we see yeah. him, but mm. he definitely had some health problems there with repetitive stress or strain. Right. You know, it's crazy. Speaking of Sakurai, though, like, isn't it crazy to think that earlier this week it's it was the one year anniversary of Banjo Kazooie's announcement in Smash? Oh yeah. Like it still feels like it was yesterday. Really? It feels like forever ago for me. <laughs> really? Oh, it feels... It does it feels feel like so a long time ago, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. For some reason, it feels still kind of recent to me, and he, even though it's not. But, you know, it's just a reminder that he, he makes dreams come true, man. I can't yeah. wait to see what else they're, is... They're, uh, and what's exciting is we, we have no idea what's coming beyond the ARMS characters. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm excited. The sheer disrespect to the Dragon Quest hero came out the same day as Banjo-Kazooie, but nobody really talks about it. Not in the U.S. Oh, nope. the, the, yeah, the reveal. Yeah, I know. All right. Well, well he's broken, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the last bit of news uh, we have this week is the Game Gear Micro was revealed, which, did this was this confirmed as the, the industry's shaking thing that Sega was revealing or whatnot because no, I didn't I hear think, anything else I I think that was the arcade network cloud thing yeah oh, okay thing, yeah. Yeah. that nobody Which talked about outside of Japan is actually pretty big it's yeah that's more yeah. of a business related thing it doesn't really affect yeah. I don't think I don't think it impacts uh, the 
home user much. Or if it does, it, it's only in Japan, so mm, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't affect us like, here at all. <laughs> from what I understand, it allows Japanese players to interact and interface with the arcade games they play in the arcade at home, which in its own context is a pretty big deal, and it seems very innovative. But for us, outside of Japan and those who just want more home console stuff from them, doesn't really matter as much. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, I just but uh, Game Gear Micro, okay. Was anybody asking for this? Why not the anybody? Saturn? Why not the Dreamcast? That is what I'm saying. I would pay good money for a Saturn Mini or a Dreamcast Mini. Like, come Dream, on, yeah. different audience. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, yeah. I mean, I'm fine with I'm fine with the product existing. Like, I think sure. I mean, the Game Gear was you know it's it, a lot of people grew up with the Game Gear. It was a pretty successful yeah. system. All things. No, considered. I had one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the biggest issue with this is the fact it only has four games. And if you want more, well, actually, yeah. two big issues. Uh, actually, one small issue. <laughs> <laughs> if you want more games, you have to buy separate uh, versions of the Game Gear in different colors, which is what, 50 bucks, I think? Each? Yeah, 50 bucks a pop. Um, but on top of that, the screen is inky, like super dinky. It's like that big. I don't it's know how to do it. Yeah. So then they made the most ridiculous accessory ever this giant, like, magnifying glass, like the Handy Boy. You can plop onto this mini console. And I don't know. I mean, it's, the whole thing seems to be more. Um, it just seems to be more of a collector's thing, which is fine. Yeah. But I still just wish, like, one does it add more games? Like, that seems like such a yeah. cash money grab where, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like it's not, not even going to increase sales that much. Like, it's going to appeal more to people who want all the colors more than it does to those who want all the games. Right. And I think it actually might affect sales for the negative. Like, I might buy one with more games. I'm not going to buy one with yeah. four. So. I would have you know. considered it at least. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Honestly, yeah. I don't expect this product to come outside of Japan. This does not seem catered to an American audience. But wasn't Game Gear bigger here than it was in Japan? So I feel like it'd be, I feel like it'd become a missed opportunity. Unless we get a different version of it, does it that does have all the games here? But maybe maybe it'll be like a limited release, like only through their own website or something. I don't see it being yeah, like a super wide release. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But you how know what? It, it, yeah, go ahead, Tom. I was gonna say, how does it compare in size to the Game Boy Micro? I think it's smaller. That's a good one. I think it's I, even smaller. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Because that I was already like a keychain device. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you know, look, Sega can, it, as long as they're making Sonic Mania 2, do what you want. I don't care. Yeah. Just just bring me Sonic Mania 2, please. That's just, that, that's all I want. Mm-hmm. You know, in the Game Gear Micro's defense, maybe it's as small as it is because the Game Gear itself was pretty much unwatchable if you started moving at all. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. just turned yeah. into a blur. So maybe they can't, because LCD technology is so good these days, you can't emulate that. So obviously they, they, they just decided, we'll make the screen as small as possible so you can't actually see it at all. <laughs> right. That'll be an accurate representation of how they played. At least Hey, have, at least you don't... I was going to say, oh, at least something. have one game per battery. Come on. <laughs> I was going to say, at least you don't have to worry about, like, you know, play, getting three hours of playtime out of six AA batteries. So, oh, you know, there's that at least. Yeah. I, I, I'm i sure you guys are the same, but I always used to play my Game Gear pretty much always connected to an, a power outlet. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Could, because yeah. that thing would just suck up batteries. I, I love like the irony nothing. of that, completely defeating the entire yeah. point of the console. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. So, then, I was thinking about this, actually. Um, how I mean, the Game Boy was a huge success because even though it wasn't cutting edge, it did what it needed to. It played good games uh, and played it for a long time with only four double A's as opposed to six. And those right. would last you 10 to 20 hours. But at the same time, I don't think Game Gear had any other choice. You couldn't do what mm-hmm. the Game Boy, Game Boy did. You'd be a copy, you know, you'd just be copying them and 
yeah good luck with that mm. so i think they had to go with a color screen but it had its own side effects at the time with technologies not being ready so right. yeah mm. it's kind of a weird time but. i also didn't get many games to the game gear i had four games in total the entire time three sonic games well you're set game of micro yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah there you go alley, yeah then. and then ta- and then the taz Taz on, on Mars, Escape from Mars, or something like that on Game Gear. I had that, that was, I think, or maybe I had it on Genesis. Yeah, yeah, but just Wait, how th- were the Sonic? I heard how were the Sonic games? I heard those weren't bad though. I had Sonic Two. They weren't uh, Sonic Chaos and Sonic Triple Trouble, so they were pretty good. They were I, Sonic Two. I never beat because screw the hang glider. Um, that game's really yeah. hard. Uh, and then uh, Chaos was a lot easier, a lot of fun. Triple Trouble's, a, I think, a really good time. Honestly, I think that's a stand more of a standout yeah. Sonic game. And the first one I played so many times. Sonic 1 for Game one. Gear is actually a, quite a good game. I really enjoyed it. I think the only... It's still pretty good, but the only one that's not as playable today is Sonic 2 just because of how hard it is. Mm. It, and not even just the hang glider section. It's so unforgivingly difficult, especially so if you're not, going for the true ending. It's not just a Genesis version? No. It's like a Neither Sonic 1 no, it's or 2 the Genesis game. are not, they're not just Genesis version. Yeah, so, they're their own it's, things. Yeah, Is 2 the one with the first level lobster boss? Yep. Like yeah. 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 Horrible, horrible boss. Yes. So hard to get past him. Then, like, immediately after, was it like hang gliders or something? Yep. So. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Well, and the thing about the bosses in Sonic 2 for Game Gear, like, all the boss levels have no rings. So they're one hit kills, no mm. matter what. So you have to learn those patterns. Death and, egg like, zone lives every are time. Not plentiful. Yeah. Lives are not plentiful. Continues are not plentiful. So just to get through that game is really difficult. And the other Especially thing for is. A kid. You, you, the only way to get the good ending is to get all the Chaos Emeralds. You don't get all the Chaos Emerald, Tails dies. It's indicated. Yeah. What? Yeah. Or it, it's heavily implied that Tails actually, like, Robotnik kills Tails if you don't oh get the God. true ending. Because the way it ends, if you get the, the false ending or the bad ending or whatever, is Sonic is, like, running down, down or across, like, a hill, and he looks up at the night sky and sees Tails in the night sky like he's gone and remembering his friend. And wow. it's really dark. <laughs> it's really Dang. weird. Yeah. Take that tails. <laughs> yeah, right. Put that in the next movie. Yeah. No yeah. <laughs> where is it? Well, speaking of Genesis real quick, which we brought briefly, where uh where is the uh Nomad Micro? Where's that? Oh, yeah. oh man, <laughs> I had one of those. I did not. <laughs> I think only that might be one of the few console or the few portables with even worse battery life than the Game Gear. <laughs> yeah. And what was really crazy was uh playing a Nomad with like a game genie and then Sonic and Knuckles and Sonic 3. Oh my god. Like you have oh like a tower, tower of yeah, a tower, a tower of cartridges power coming, coming out of your portable yeah. system. Yeah. yeah, that was Jeez. so that was pretty cool, but yeah, the the Nomad was cool as a as like a as a curiosity and I don't even I might still have mine packed away somewhere, but not exactly the most feasible thing to use. It did have to its credit though. It did have I mean it was basically in some ways it was like an early proto switch but they even had that's true actually out, i believe yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah i didn't realize so that it was, a por- it was a portable and console all at the same time yeah hmm. yeah in a way yeah. it actually was Kudos interesting yeah oh that's that's one less feather in, in the wii u's cap and it already had very few feathers yeah <laughs> pretty much but uh well, let's go ahead and jump over to our uh, Patreon topics for the week. As always, for just $1 a month, you guys can uh, submit the, your questions to us and get these uh, get the podcast. You submit to us. Yeah, submit to us and get the <laughs> podcast three days early every Friday. Uh, that's only $1. The Game Club is 5 and behind-the-scenes stuff is $10 now. So, yeah, we're expanding the Patreon a bit, which is pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, let's go ahead and jump into our Patreon topics. And who would like to go first? I'm going to nominate uh, Ash. <laughs> fair enough. Thank I was like, don't all jump out at once. 
All right. I can't so just say who mine. because everybody's like, I'm not going first. That's always right. the, the case. <laughs> All right. So my topic this week uh, comes from Kevin Hernandez, who says, hey, guys. I've been a Final Fantasy fan for a year with seven games beaten, and it has become one of my favorite franchises. With that said, now I want to see another Final Fantasy rep in Smash Brothers. It's awesome to have Klaus and tease my favorite protagonist, but disappointing that Final Fantasy has the least content in Smash Brothers Ultimate. So I want to ask, if we were to get another Final Fantasy character, who would you like to see in Smash Brothers Ultimate? And what would the character's stage be? For me, I'd love to see Squall Leonhardt from Final Fantasy VIII since he's my second favorite protagonist, with Balam Garden as a traveling stage in Smash. It's very unlikely for another Final Fantasy rep, but I'm holding out hope that it happens one day. Anyway, I'd like to know your thoughts. Thanks, guys, and keep up the great content. Stay safe. So thank you for that question, Kevin. And I've thought about this, and I guess I have two different answers. Um, it's hard because, like, it feels like Final Fantasy VI should be repped as, like, the most important uh, Final Fantasy on a Nintendo system. But Final Fantasy VII is obviously far and away the most influential game in the franchise, period. So... If they were to go the direction of just pulling another character from 7 and expanding content from 7, get Tifa in there. Mm. I would love to have Tifa playable in Smash. I think that would be so cool. I love that character in general, and I could see her being different from Ken and Ryu and Terry. Even like they're martial artists too, and they're close-range fighters. I could just see her being really quick and having these really cool combos and maybe working limit breaks into her attacks, but... You know, if they did that, I don't know what they could do with the stage other than Midgar. I mean, there are, I'm sure there are several possibilities, but I mean, you could do the I think Northern Crater. You could do Junon and true. fight on the cannon. That's true. Yeah, you could do it where where uh, Scarlet and Tifa have their slap fight. That that might be a good one, actually. That could mm-hmm. be cool. Um, so you know, I if they wanted to pull from seven again, I think Tifa would be who I'd want. But personally, because Final Fantasy VI is the most important Final Fantasy game to have ever ever been released on a Final Fantasy console. I'd like it to be Terra from FF6. She was always my favorite character from that game, and of course that was a game with a huge ensemble cast, so that's really saying something. But she was, you know, arguably the main character of FF6, and she's, you know, a mage warrior. She can, she's equally good at, you know, equipping swords and, and close-range combat and, you know, using various swords and, and stuff. But also, she's a, like a master mage, so she could do a bit like, I guess, what Robin does, but maybe better on the physical side of things. Uh, And, of course, then for her final smash, she'd have her Esper form and just tear across the screen, probably a little bit like Sonic. Uh, Maybe there are different things that could be done to change that up a little bit. And then as for her stage, Floating Continent. You know, Floating Continent is such such an important, iconic part of that game because it comes right before the fall. It comes right before Kefka screws everything up and the world of balance becomes the world of ruin. So I could see Floating Continent as a cool traveling stage, the, uh, the, the, the... Esper statue shooting beams at you every once in a while. Uh, Shadow making a cameo appearance as he's, you know, trying to get out of the continent in time. Um, so, yeah, I think that would be really cool. I don't think it'll ever happen. I don't think we're going to get any more Final Fantasy representation. Uh, I think if we get anything else Square related, it's probably going to be Kingdom Hearts. And even that, who knows if that's going to happen. So, mm-hmm. probably not going to be a reality, but either Tifa or Terra, I'd be incredibly happy with. But uh, what about you guys? I guess I'm going next because I think I played the most Final Fantasies after you. Uh, and right. I mean, I basically agree with you on both Tifa and Terra. I think they're both great ones. But if you're going to pull from another main character from another game uh, from another Final Fantasy, I'd it's it's a split for me between uh, Cecil from four or Zidane from nine. Like both okay. would be a lot of fun. Uh, nine has an easier stage to pick out. You just do the the castle um, during the, with oh, the stage Alexandria. play. Uh huh. 
Yeah, I think that'd be a lot of fun for maybe the moon. I'm not probably sure. the moon, or maybe like the maybe the the hall on Mount Ordeals where Cecil, you know, faces down his dark self and becomes mm-hmm. the paladin. That could yeah. be pretty cool. And like the I, Cecil could be interesting to play as just because they could give him this, that that whole gimmick that he had in Dissidia where he can change back and forth between right. a paladin and Dark Knight. So that um, would be really cool. Yeah, be a bit different. But uh, Andre, massive fa- Final Fantasy fan that you are, what would you <laughs> pick? There's only one choice. I'm disappointed neither of you have chosen it yet, and that is Chocobo. Oh, that was fun. You know, that's actually I'm a really good that. choice. I'm Damn not right against that is. at all. Yeah. Chocobo would be amazing. Can you imagine uh, the music, too, that would accompany Chocobo? I mean, there are so right. many different variations of the Chocobo theme. You you might be joking, but it's I want legit. all of them. <laughs> um, but, yeah. specifically, I want Final Fantasy VI's, as well as uh, the world map being the stage you play on. Ooh, that would be <laughs> the whole world map, just the whole the thing. The whole world map. You, you actually nice. could make that like a, uh, a, a Mute City SNES stage. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, like Mute City or that would be cool. Halloween's even too. So mm-hmm. that would be really cool, <laughs> actually. Chocobo no, I mean, I think. So fun. Yeah, I, I always thought that Chocobo should have been added along with Cloud as an assist trophy, at least. Like that just seemed like it made so much sense. Yeah. Yeah. Character or death. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ash, right, imagine, right. imagine playing as Chocobo on that stage with either Hip Hop the Chocobo from Seven Remake playing, or what is it, Metal <laughs> the Chocobo from Thirteen Two. That would be yeah. Just get every single Chocobo theme in there, even the ones that are a bit controversial. I, I totally hear you. <laughs> what What about you, Tom? So since Andre said Chocobo, I'm gonna go with the uh, the whole kind of crew from Final Fantasy 15 in the car. Player gets out differently, kind of like Pokemon Trainer. <laughs> you just drive around, kind of like Wario. Nice. I love oh it. God. I like That's it. A good idea. Uh, That's a really good answer. I, I, I like yeah. you guys better than me and Ashes. Let's do that. Uh-huh. <laughs> love it. We should we should have the non-series fans that, like Sakurai should should have the non-series fans decide the character roster for each game. It's so much more interesting. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Seriously. All right. Well, thank you for that question, Kevin. That that led to some surprising and unexpected answers, but I love them. Mm. All right, Tom, how would you go next? Okay, my topic is from Paul Stalter Pace. He says, what's the most you ever bought any particular video game hardware? For example, among the Game Boy, Pocket Color, Super Game Boy, Game Boy Player, Advanced, and Advanced SP, I bought fully seven devices that could natively play Game Boy games. Wow. Well, I guess for me, that would probably be... I would probably be Game Boy 2, or Game Boy as well, because I would have Game Boy, Game Boy Color, I guess Advance, and maybe... I think I have a Super Game Boy and Super Game Boy 2. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> I guess the one I like to talk about more is how Xbox 360. I think I had three of those <laughs> fortunately one still works <laughs> that's good and that was thanks to nice. the red ring of death problem losing oh. it on the first oh two, yeah so mm-hmm. and i had to send my i sent mine in for warranty i think maybe about a week before they said it was free warranty sir oh, oh no wow so could I you ask for a refund uh, uh it took re- so long for customer service that i didn't bother Ugh. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah. So, God, remember well, those days of the Red Ring of Death? 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I got hit with that too. Yeah, I had one. Uh, everyone got hit with it. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have a 360, yeah, no so technically it. I didn't, but I had friends who did. It's just like. No, even you got it. Yeah. Even people who didn't have a 360 got red ring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yet that, it was, that's the funny thing. All that was happening, it was still considered the better console to the PS3 at the t- at least early on when it was at its worst. Yeah. yeah. That's true. From a developer perspective, at least, which meant more games. Yeah. Time, more better looking games. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was a pretty forward-thinking console too. They had like a whole Xbox Live Arcade initiative, which you know, right? It basically got indies onto the system. So yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I'll go ahead and go next, but my answer is pretty similar to Tom. Um, yeah, it'd be the Game Boy. So it's Game Boy, Game Boy Color, uh, Game Boy Advance, Nintendo DS, which also played Game Boy games. Yeah. Uh, did the I forget? Did the Game Boy? Uh, oh, yeah. Did the uh, Game Boy um, Player on Game Boy on GameCube Play Game Boy. Games? I think so. Oh, yeah, original? I have that too. Yeah. Okay, then that and that. Remember. Super yeah. Game Boy, Super Game Boy Two, <laughs> which is bought recently um, from the Japanese exclusive version. Then I uh, oh I had I forgot the did I mention the Game Boy SP? Forgot the Game Boy SP. Then I have three other Game Boy SPs <laughs> that I bought oh, at man. some point a few years <laughs> ago, and I. Th- I think that might do it. I think that covers all of my Game Boy hardware. So the only one that I, I think the only one I'm missing is the uh, Game Boy Pocket and also technically the Game Boy Light that was exclusive to Japan, oh, okay. um, which is basically the same form factor as the uh, Game Boy Color, I think. But. So you have Micro? No, actually. So I'm missing that too. Yeah, let's get the Micro. Hmm. Right. Okay. Oh, man, I don't know i i think for me it would it depends on how you count them right i guess for me it would either be the game boy line or the ds line and so because i had a, a regular game boy a game boy pocket a game boy micro again a game boy advance of course and a game boy player and a super game boy so that definitely could be it but then again i also had a ds a ds Lite, a dsi i won a dsi xl a 3ds and two different 3ds xls so wow. it really depends on how you count it you know if, if you separate ds and 3ds then it would be the game boy line but if you combine ds and 3ds i would say it's probably that for me yeah i'm pretty similar to yeah. you guys with the game boys but yeah as far as ds i have uh with 3ds really it's i have the original i have three versions of the original 3ds but one for each region uh, and then I have you know the XL uh, that I got for myself, and then I was sent a uh, what is it new XL a new 3DS XL from for Fire Emblem Fates. So that takes care of oh, all right. that. Yeah, but that then too. if you think about <laughs> forgot about that, yeah. And then if you think of uh, PlayStation aspect, I got the original PlayStation, and PlayStation Two could play PlayStation games, and I had to buy two of those because my original broke, so I got a, a slim. And then PlayStation Three also played PlayStation games, so I had to buy two of those because my original broke of that. So I technically have gotten five different PlayStation playing consoles, although my original PlayStation never broke. So there you go. Do you ever, do you ever ever have to turn it upside down though? No. It played. Okay. It played great. I got it later in the system. Later in the system's life, though, because I didn't get it until a, it came built in with the Dual Shock. Oh right, yeah. So I was mm-hmm. late to the party, but uh, yeah, I mean, pretty much the same as you guys. So yeah, cool, cool. Uh, Andre, would you like to go next, or should I? Oh, I guess I will. So Andrew Chung asks. Hey guys, after seeing the uh, Sega Game Boy Micro, it immediately makes me hope Nintendo would do a proper Game Boy Classic. Instead of micro, make it macro so we can see it on the bigger screen. And also, for Andre's sake, make it TV compatible, play it on the big-ass screen. Heck yeah, Andrew. (laughs) 
You guys discussed with Rogers Base in the past about regular Game Boy and Game and Color, but what about Game Boy Advance? So my question is, if the Game Boy Advance macro happened, what four games do you want on the system? It could be any games you want, and including games that have never been localized, such as Mother Three. So that actually spoils one of mine because yeah, Mother Three is on my list. <laughs> I mean, the, yeah. the, why wouldn't same. you? Oh, yeah. That would be the system seller you, right there, sort of it like would be. Star that's Fox a Star Fox Two. Yeah, exactly. That would totally right. do it. So the other three I have are so I had a rule that that it can't be a port. The Game Boy Advance had so many freaking ports that I feel like it doesn't. I mean, I guess in the sense that it might help embody the spirit of the Game Boy Advance, but at the same time, I want something. I want games original to it. But I'm gonna immediately violate that rule and go with Super Mario Advance because this was a launch title for the system. It was probably many, quite a few introduction to Mario, I imagine, some younger uh, gamers. And it did, it actually did change the game up enough that it kind of feels distinct on some level. So I think, yeah, so I want Mother 3, Mario Advance, then sticking with my Neil Ports rule, I want The Legend of Zelda Minish Cap, and then Metroid Fusion. Um, I think God, both of those. So oh, God, I'm thinking about the game. I'm like compiling mine and like, yeah. crap, you're right. There's so many good games. There's yeah. a lot of good games. So I felt uh, I felt you have to ha- you have to represent Zelda, <clears throat> and Minish Cap is a good one to do it with, and then Metroid Fusion is a uh, solid Metroid game. So yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, for me, Mother Three is. I, I had a hard time with this because I have a few different possibilities. Mother Three is the first game on my list as well. No big surprise there. But there's another Japan exclusive Game Boy Advance game that I also got to have on there, and that's Rhythm Heaven, the original yeah. game. Mm-hmm. So got to have that on there. Um, and then after that, I was like torn between either Mega Man Zero Three or Mega Man Battle Network Three. But because I already have an RPG and I want a platformer on there, I'm going to go with Mega Man Zero Three because that's my favorite game in that series. Um, and then my last one. I was I was gonna go with Zelda the Minish Cap, but we already had that mentioned, so I'll go with one and, and Metroid Fusion. Those are like two of my other possibilities, but those were mentioned, so I'm gonna say Pokemon Emerald because to this oh. day, I think Pokemon Emerald is actually my favorite Pokemon game, except for maybe Gen Five. But honestly, Pokemon Emerald, I adore that game, and hmm. so I might have to go with that. That would be a system seller to have a Game Boy. I mean, have a Pokemon game on a Game Boy Micro or something like that. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, for mine, I mean, there a lot of mine were already taken because I was going to say Minish Cap. I was going to say you know, <laughs> all these, you know, all these others. But to go a little bit more original, I think we should uh, the original Fire Emblem. I should think should be on there because that kicked off the series and it's a good game in its own right. Yeah. Um, uh, Castlevania, Aria of Sorrow, best of the Game Boy Advance trilogy. I was thinking about that one. Uh, nice. Just excellent game, excellent excellent music. Uh, so much fun. Um, Golden Sun, get another RPG in there. Uh, classic RPG. That's just so good. And then I'm going to go, let's keep mixing it up. And uh, I, I could say Metroid Zero Mission, because that's also really good along with Fusion, like Man, Metroid is great on the Game Boy Advance, but uh, yeah, it basically, is it's an entirely own yeah, game too. It, it's it's a really, yeah, but, yeah, it really yeah. is. It's it's basically it's amazing how much they improved it. Um, but I'm gonna go with Advance Wars. Give that series oh, some. Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. nice, nice. Got Advance in the name too. Yeah, so that fills yeah. the Mario Dance niche. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, if I was to go, I guess I don't have as many good memories for the GBA because I had the original. Well, everyone um, else eventually got SPs. Oh yeah, <laughs> the original sucked. That's what I had. But 
Yeah, I eventually I got an SP like when my friend was done with it, but <laughs> but I would I would say it was a lot of a, a Metroid Castlevania system for me. Those are some of the best memories and Advance Wars. So I'll go uh, Metroid Fusion, uh, Area of so- Sorrow, um, Rhythm Heaven because I did import that. And I love it and uh, Advance Wars like what Derek said the first one. Mm. Not, I think the second one was on DS. No, there was a second one on Game Boy Advance as well. The Black Hole Sun or something like that. Black Hole Rising, I think it was. I got through that last boss. Had the meteors or whatever. So Mm -hmm. that one is the best. Alright, R.I.P. Superstar Saga. I'm surprised none of us mentioned Superstar Saga. Oh yeah, Superstar Saga. Yeah, I guess we haven't been talking. There's your original Mario game, Andre. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm surprised Derek didn't choose uh, Banjo-Kazooie Grunty's Revenge, given the fact he's playing through all the games right now. I hear it's only like a three-hour game, so I'm like, eh. <laughs> I hear it's only okay. Although, uh, there's another Jap- uh, Japanese exclusive they could bring over, and it shouldn't be that hard. Uh, the Staffy games, the Starfy games. Oh, a bunch of yeah. Games. I have one of those. It was like $2. Yeah. <laughs> it was in a bin. <laughs> so I it's always actually, wish oh, that Oh, man, that brings to mind Kirby. Bring Nightmare in Dreamland over. That Kirby's Adventure remake. Yeah, like it was. It would be either that or Amazing Mirror, and I never really liked Amazing Mirror for whatever reason. So if it had to be one of them, I'd want it to be Nightmare in Dreamland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It just doesn't didn't reflect well in your memory. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh man. Nice. Um, but no, you make you bring up a good point, Derek. The, the Starfy games, like we only ever got what I think was the fifth game, uh, which fourth for DS, fifth, and I would yeah. have loved, yeah, fourth or fifth, and I would have loved to play the original or one of the originals on GBA. Mm, that'd be cool. All right. Well, my topic comes from uh, Henry Richard, who says, "Hey, GX crew, with the PS5 reveal event happening uh, having happened this week, I was wondering what are your favorite PlayStation exclusive titles uh, and why? Thanks for all the hard work and stay safe." Well, I had to I had to really push this out because I love Ratchet and Clank. I've loved it ever since I first picked it up. I've always enjoyed them more than the Jack and Daxter series, and the fact that they just kept getting better on PlayStation Two with each release uh, back in the day always impressed me. And then you got to the PlayStation Three uh, games with uh, uh, Tools of Destruction and um, Crack in Time, which is my favorite of the series. That that series of platformers is so consistently fun and they really do improve upon each other uh to such a degree it's actually kind of hard to go back to the original ratchet and clank because it's so archaic there's like no leveling system for the weapons there's no uh strafing option for the game like it's like a little tough to go back to but it just shows how much they improved each game and i love the ratchet and clank series which is another reason i'm so excited for um rift apart so yeah, if if you got if you have not played those games, they are well worth picking up. Nice, yeah. nice. Um, so. I was I, I if I just want to let uh, humble Jojo, if you're watching, I almost picked your question this week, but ultimately I decided that our answers would cover a lot of the same ground as what we would cover in in answering your question. So this applies to you as well, but. Um, you know, I got to mention, of course, Horizon Zero Dawn, right? I mean, that's one of my favorite PlayStation exclusive titles ever. Uh, I It was basically tied with Breath of the Wild for my favorite game of 2017. Um, I ultimately did choose Breath of the Wild, but I mean, it was basically almost a formality because I just adore 
Zero Dawn. So that, um, the Uncharted series, how can you not have the Uncharted series? It's like playing a bunch of really good action movies. It's just playing the, the, the consummate Hollywood action movies. Some are better than others, but in general, I think the entire series is worth playing. Um, Parappa. Parappa the Rapper is where rhythm gaming kind of got its start in, in some ways, and I'm not saying that they've aged as well as some other rhythm games, but you gotta believe, right? It's Parappa. Um, the Wipeout series is a great, uh, it's kind of Sony's take on F-Zero, and I, I really, it's got a lot, a lot of neon colors, bright lights, great electronic music, uh, and then, of course, Derek already said the Ratchet and Clank series, so... Yeah, I mean, there's so much there. If you're if you're like mainly a Nintendo fan and you haven't played a lot of PlayStation stuff, there is so much content for you to explore and so many games worth playing. Uh, and that's just what what I just mentioned is just the start. Mm-hmm. What about you, Andre? That would be <laughs> Astrobot. Astro, uh, that is a good one. Of course, yeah, yeah that's, that's a good it. one. That's oh. it. Uh, Astrobot, Uncharted Two. Uh, Last of Us and uh, Jumping Flash. Nice. I've never played Jumping Flash. Well, you have to stream that then. <laughs> okay. There's only two of them, so it shouldn't be too hard. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's hard. There's a lot that came out during this PlayStation 4 generation that I haven't played yet because I just recently got a PlayStation 4. Like, I know I would lean... I should probably pick up Horizon and play that. Same. Um, and a lot of the titles I always picked up a PlayStation 4 were Kojima ones, and they kind of eventually made it to other platforms, usually. Like, I would say I loved uh, Metal Gear Solid 3 the most, probably on PlayStation compared to other things, but that is on 3DS now, so... <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, on that note, though, the original MGS, that's a, that's a you know, timeless yeah. classic. I played that on PC. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, There you go. Well, there you go. Yeah. So, I would say I I just respect a lot of the PlayStation developers, so like Naughty Dog and Insomniac. So, Mm -hmm. I got some catching up to do, is how I will end it on. Yeah. Special shout out as well to uh, Sly Cooper, another really consistent series of platformers on PlayStation 2. And I never played the fourth one on PS3. Heard kind of mixed things, but it was was a different developer. But, uh, right. Yeah, that's Sucker Punch originally, right? Yes. Who's doing Ghost shout of Tsushima out. now? I'll Which? say shout out to Blasto on original PlayStation. Oh, oh God. As a voice actor. Yep. We're playing that <laughs> nice. with my cousin. Uh, all right. Well, let's go ahead and move on to our uh, game for this week, which comes to us from OnePress L2P, who said, uh, here's the sequel to a game I made for you guys a while back. Just, excuse me. Guess the GX review score number two, this time including Steve. To help you, there are no mixed or mind-blown scores below. It's up to you if you want to give points for answering your own review score. Answers are beside the game, highlighted out, and extra spacing, so it can't be given away. So, yeah. So what was the rule about the your own review? It's up to us if we one? want to include, like, uh, guess on our own review, which, to be honest... Oh, okay. I guess, the, the, oh, I guess whoever reviewed it themselves should probably go last. Would that make sense? Yeah, it yeah. makes sense. So, yeah, sure. There there's are wow. There's oh. there's a lot here. Um, looking at it, there is twenty five, uh, twenty five in total. Uh, oh, wow, we probably need all twenty five. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna grab a like two from each so to get us from ten. So uh, I'll just go for the top two to keep things easy to track. Uh, so Andre, uh, we need to figure out what you scored WarioWare Gold, if you even remember. Oh, 
Oh, I have an yeah. inkling, but I don't know if that's accurate or not. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This is Spl- this isn't Splatoon, Andre. This is Warrior Wear Gold. You gotta yeah. fuck this guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh I'll go man. Last, right? so yeah, you'll be going last. So I guess I'm gonna say you gave it a like a lot. I'm gonna say the same. I was thinking liked, even though I remember he liked uh, a lot of the narrative type elements and stuff. That's not the game. So <laughs> I'll see, Derek. I said liked a lot. You said liked a lot. Oh, you did. Okay, that's right. Yeah, I think I I, I feel like I I'm not done liked a lot. I want my gut's telling me I went like on it. I thought I think it was good, but I don't think it did much to push a series forward. So, so even though, yeah, I'm gonna go like. All right. It is like. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> what was you, your answer? You said like as well, right, Tom? Yeah. Cool. Okay. Cool. All right. Next up is me with. Team Sonic Racing. I don't remember okay. this one. Oh, God. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, didn't we roll out that. the um, better than sex rating for that one? No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I do not remember drawing that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I remember watching it, but I don't remember what you gave it. This is tough. I'm, I'm go- Yo, go ahead, Tom. I was gonna say it's tough because we know how much Derek has talked about this series kind of right. since then, but that's partially with Transformed, isn't it? Like yeah, I really yeah. enjoyed. Oh wait, is this wait? Are we talking? Is this the newest one? Yeah, this is the newest. Yeah, the one. latest one. Oh, the team. One. Oh, okay, my joke makes less sense then. Yeah, that one's obviously not good. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'll go like a lot. I don't know. I know you like Sonic a lot, so yeah. I'll just. I think it gets a base decent score. I think the game wasn't horrible, so I'll go like a lot on that. Mm. Hmm. I'm, I'm torn going, between like and like a lot. I'll go <sighs> liked again. Just because maybe go... Transform would be so good that this one didn't seem as good in comparison. Okay. I'm going to go like a lot because I think in comparison, uh, Transform might have been a mind blowing, possibly for Derek. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> or at least a love. I just okay, really love it. It's better than though. Mario Kart yeah. Eight. <laughs> Right. I'm going to go like a lot. I'm going to say like, because I'm honestly not sure, but it is liked a lot. Wow. Yes. Which is a bit, I mean, I remember it's a, it's a fine game, but it's online is dead now. I've heard so many people go, oh, yeah. go to it and it's just nobody playing the game. Which it is was a, a good a game, though. I quite enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I couldn't get past the 30 frames per second. Oh, I, well, it was 60 on uh, PS4. PS4. That's why I got it. Oh, on that. I, oh yeah, yeah, I played Switch. Yeah, I, I, I think I reviewed it on yeah, PS4. Yeah. We, yeah, it was t- it was tough playing on Switch. I oh yeah, it was. Versus, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Next up is John, so it doesn't really matter who goes when. Mario and Sonic uh, at the Olympic Games, Tokyo 2020. Like. No. <laughs> you, were, you were so fast. Yeah, with like. That. Yeah, I'm going like. I almost just want to go with that because you were so quick on the draw. Actually, real uh, quick, wait, they rolled out. There are no wait, mixed what, and no mind blown. Oh, I guess. Because okay, I was thinking. I'm changing it. I'm going, I'm going meh. Yeah, I'm going meh. Yeah, I am too, actually. Yeah, I'm going meh. It is a meh. Yep. Nice. All right. Ash, you're up. What All you, right. what, uh, we need to figure out what you gave Mega Man the Wily Wars. Oh, that's a better than sex. Can't, can't be a mind blown, <laughs> remember. <laughs> I hope I remember. Jeez, I, um, I know what I, know, I think. I know which one of the two it is, but let's see. I'm going. I'm going. I think like 
I'm going liked a lot. I'm going like a lot too. I'm going like a love type Mega Man. I know. I'm kind of, I, my gut's telling me like, but it's Mega Man. So. <laughs> no, Ash has a critical eye for Mega Man, so I'm going liked. He does. I mean, it's true, but yeah. I, I rated Mega Man 11 lower than pretty much everyone expected. Yeah, that's true. Because he just I'm gonna go. Be better, so. mm-hmm. yeah. I'm gonna go like, like it. Like? Yeah, I'm yeah, going like. like. Okay. All right. Yeah, I think I think that's what it is, but I'm sticking with like a lot. It is a light. <laughs> Uh, yes. <laughs> nice. So who got that? It was me and uh, me. I think okay. I finally got one. Oh no, I got the one, one right with John. So there we go. All right. Should be a movie. Me and me. <laughs> me and me. <laughs> All right. Next up is Steve. Uh, what did he give Untitled Goose Game? Oh, this is love. That's, yeah, I'm pretty sure this yeah. was a love. I think that's a love. I think it was a love as well. All right. It was. Love. That nice. was pretty easy. So we all got that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right. Okay. How's our uh, How's the rankings after five questions, Ash? All right. So after five questions, uh, Andre and I are in the lead with four each, and then wow. uh, you and Tom are bringing up the rear with three. So it's a close game. It oh, could okay. go anyway. Wow. Doing better than I yeah. thought in this one. <laughs> all right. Next up, Andre. What did you What did you score? Majora's Mask 3D. Hated it. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it a... I'm going like. I'm, like. I'm t- yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm saying lower than expected, but it's... I'm like, I'm thinking he would give Majora's Mask a love, and so then maybe this one drops down to liked a lot, but he could have been critical, so yeah, I'll go with you, Derek. Like... I'm going to say like. I'm pretty confident it's a like a lot. I Darn think it. Tom's logic is basically what Darn I, it. What it. I, think I, yeah, <laughs> I think I'm more vocally opposed to it now than I was during I think the that's what's throwing me think, off. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah okay. I liked a lot. You were right. Tom, like you should have stuck ah. with your gut. Darn it. I know. <laughs> uh, so who got that? Andre and anybody else? Just nope, Andre. just Andre. Okay, cool. All right. Next up for me, Mario versus Donkey Kong Tipping Stars. God, that Jeez. was a long time ago. Wait, this God. is the 3DS one, right? 3DS and Wii U. Yeah. Came out at the right. exact same time. Was it, wait, was it, two, oh, was it 2D or top-down? 2D. Oh, so, okay, sorry. okay, got it. Yep. Okay, I remember. It's the yeah. one where you Didn't can make your own and there. tip stars to each other, and yeah, totally right. like Mario Maker, it, right? It used Unity, right? Or something? I Maybe. It's, it's, it's done by your favorite development team that never gets to do anything. The NST, NST. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Tom, were you were you there with me when we just saw that at GDC? Yeah. And we're like, we're like, no one's covered this. We yeah. should record this. And they're like, oh, <laughs> it's just a tech demo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was fun. Uh, okay, I'm going to go. I'll say liked. I think yeah. I'm going to say liked. I'm saying liked. I don't think something like meh. I don't think. I think meh was invented later. In my memory, but I forget. No, Matt, Matt, Matt already... No, it was only mixed that it was invented later. Oh, okay, oh, right. Oh, yeah. right. I feel like I'd memories. give this... I do agree with you guys. I feel like I'd give this a man now, but I think at the time yeah. I'd probably give it a like because I was like, eh, it still has its good points if you want to do this, so there you go. But, yeah, I think I might have overscored it. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll go with liked. And it was a liked... Nice. Should have been so a man. We, need, that, right? we need another score, like slightly below, like <laughs> well, we have that mixed. Range. 
Yeah. We have that now. <laughs> right, right. We have it now. Do we? That, that, everyone got that, right? Yeah. yeah. Man, okay. man was when I was like, like to me for a while was just like, well, I didn't like, well, I wasn't bored, but it was not, it's technically fine. <laughs> All right. John, Resident Evil 4 on Switch. Oh, this is. Oh, man. This is probably. I feel like this is tricky. I think this yeah. is liked. Really? I, I, I thought well, he loved this either, version. I think it's liked or liked a lot because I think it had some problems. I'm going to go with well, liked I think a it's lot. either liked a lot or loved. That's um, me. Well, yeah, that's where I'm at. Yeah, I'm going think, liked think, a lot. I think, his, <laughs> <laughs> I think his argument is that, you know, no matter what you do, Resident Evil 4 is still a great game. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm going to go. I think I think it's probably liked a lot, though I think there is an argument for it to be made that it could have been loved. But mm-hmm. Yeah. Gonna go with like a lot. Oh, I'm recalling I'm, like I'm torn. if you have it on Wii, don't bother type verdict. <laughs> <laughs> if it was anyone other than John, this wouldn't be difficult. But because he loves RE4 so much, I'm tempted to say love, but I'm gonna say liked a lot. It could be like you and Mega Man, <laughs> right? That's true. That's true. True. All right, he gave it a light. Wow, I think Tom was the only one that wow. said that, right? Dang. No, I changed oh, it. Like the it oh, you changed <laughs> it! Oh my god! god. <laughs> oh man, Tom, should I listen to me? Us too. Yeah, Hunter is so convincing with this webcam. Oh, you changed it, so you didn't. How many times have you lost points in any in these quiz games, Tom? Where you had the right answer, but somebody convinced you otherwise? You need to stick to your guns. I think before though, I've had it where I'm trying to do there's a logical answer and i'll go with like the nonsensical gut <laughs> answer and that works out sometimes yeah that yeah. will listen to other people <laughs> all right next up is ash with his review of how many do we have left what's that how many do we have left? just two okay all right next up is ash with east eight lacrimosa of dana i don't know what this was or is uh, it's um, a it was game. Game. Yeah, no, actually, it's a long-running action <laughs> RPG. <laughs> yeah, action okay, RPG so not, that the the Switch version came out the year after the PS4 version. So it's not it a was, music game, right? It's no. not a music game. So not loved. <laughs> <laughs> Could be loved. Um, I have no idea. I'll go. I'll go like a lot. I'm gonna. I'm gonna like just because I, I don't. I think Ash was talking about it a lot at the time, but he hasn't talked about it as much in my memory since. <laughs> See, I'm throwing off on this one because I know Ash really enjoyed it, but I also know when it was when he was reviewing it, there was a lot of like text errors uh, in bad like translations. So also we hated it. Yeah. <laughs> so of course, him being an editor, that would annoy the crap out of him. So I, I, want, I can't remember if that is enough to bring him from a love to a like a lot. But I'm going to stick to my guns and go with loved. Okay. Okay. I'm. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Tom. No, I, I already said like. Oh, you did. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to say, and you, and you're right about that narrative, uh, Derek, about the translation issues. So I'm going to go with. I'm. I'm going to say like a lot. All right. I, I have a feeling it's like a lot, but I'm going to stick with it. Yeah, it was liked a lot. Sweet. Okay. So. I, I was I didn't want to say it, but I was like 99.9% sure that was the case. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so I actually feel like I underscored it. Like, I, I – That's why it was weird. I, I adored that game, and I th- – let me be clear. The translation issues, like, there were... It wasn't just, like, the odd typo here and there. There were text boxes that wouldn't even finish sometimes. Like, it was actually a mess at the time that it came out. 
And so because that was so egregious, I moved the score down. But in hindsight, I kind of wished I'd kept it at love because I, I really did love it. And it did fix so. it later. So. And it, they, they did patch it. But, you know, you have to review the game you're given at the time, right? You can't yeah, review exactly. it based on patches after release. So, yeah. Yep. All right. This is going to be an interesting one because I don't even remember watching this review of Steve's or that we reviewed it at all. Ghostbusters HD on the Switch. Oh wow! I don't even oh. know he did this. I think I think I might proofread it. So I might have a slight advantage, but I don't remember much. So, I mean, uh, I like I I personally like the original when I played it on PS3, but I haven't played it since. It yeah, I heard it was I mean, a good game. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. So it had some cool parts to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. Well, Andre, you should go last. <laughs> yes. Oh man, I, I mean, it's a shot in the dark. I really don't know. It really I is. I guess I'm between a like or a like and a lot, and that's only based on the fact that I heard it was a pretty good game. Um, I guess I'll go like. Yeah, the original is good. I know Steve isn't afraid to use our lowest review score, but that was only <laughs> on, I believe, was it Little Town Hero? Yeah, Little Town Hero. So I'm surprised yeah. it didn't show up in this quiz. It's not even um, under his. I think it's because everybody would know what he scored it. <laughs> yeah, I think the original Ghostbusters was too good to get a mess. So I'm going liked. I'm. S- gone? I have not gone yet. I'm. I'm so split because I'm not sure how Steve personally feels about it. But he yeah. also like it's weird. Sometimes games he'll like definitely be get, like go all in on another game sale just like no so i can't really predict his reviewing style but i'm gonna go like a lot i'm gonna go like a lot yeah all i'm right. torn between like and like a lot i think i think i think i'll go liked but yeah i really don't know all right he gave it a light yeah there you go nice so what's the score? Did you get that, Tom? I listened to my gut for once. Yay! Go, go for you, Tom. <laughs> for you. All right, so you got that right, Tom. Okay, cool. All right, so our our score now is uh, Andre's. I think if we're done. Andre yeah, we're done. either is in a lead or a one with eight. Okay, so Andre won with eight. Wow. I was in second with seven. Tom, you're in third with six, and Derek, you brought up the rear with four. <laughs> I did Sorry, terrible. Man. That was a that's more than a, that's a dislike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny because looking at the other three here, I think I would have gotten them all right, at least for my own reviews. I think, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I uh, maybe I, I know definitely know one of them. That one's really easy, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I'm disappointed. I expected a trick question back when we had review scores. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah, stars. Yeah. Oh, Gosh. nice. I saw our uh, our review. Uh, are mind blowing for Last of Us Two got turned into or got also had a five star rating on the official Sony thing they put yeah. out. I think it's official. I'm like, huh. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, like, I guess nice. that's how they translate that. Sure. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Well, thank you very much for the game. One press L two P. We might maybe we'll play a bit more later uh, after this, but it's you know twenty five questions a bit to get through. So yeah, I think that takes care of it for episode 193 of the Game Explained Real Talk podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. And if you enjoyed this podcast, think about supporting us over on Patreon for one dollar a month. You get us uh, get these podcasts three day three days early every Friday, as well as offering up topics and games like the ones we have here, and access to our VIP room and our Discord. And if you think about uh, contributing just a little bit more to the Patreon, you can get uh, access to our Game Club tier, where you can watch those live streams, uh, see the. Uh, 
recorded versions earlier. And uh, even for $10 now, we got that $10 tier where you can get behind the scenes footage and extra goodies like that. So uh, yeah, again, expanding the Patreon. Who knew? <laughs> but thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you next week for episode 194. Till then, guys. Bye. <laughs>